Hi, I'm your host, and you're listening to The Other Side with Ryan Chowdhury, a show where I sit down and have a conversation with people who've made it or have the drive to make it and try to see their side of the story. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing someone whose list of accomplishments could be talked about for a day. He's a businessman, a designer, a coder, a creative director, a YouTuber, and a memer. He founded the digital agency Raftius and is also now a creative director at Scratchboard. And he is perhaps one of the only people in the country who can confidently say that every one of you listening have shared at least one post that he's made or designed. And lastly, he also happens to be a good friend of mine. He's none other than Rabbi Mehdi. Brother, how are you doing today? Whoa, damn, damn. That was, that was a really nice interview. Uh, I mean, introduction. Great. <laughs> um, right. um, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm doing good, man. Um, first of all, thanks for, thanks for having me on the show. Um, great to be here. I'm looking forward to have, having an interesting conversation um, about everything, life and stuff. Yeah, that's true. Like you just told me, uh, you're moving into your new apartment. So how's like the moving process? How's life knowing that you're going to be a little bit more independent now? Right. Uh, so yeah, that's true. Uh, I, I used to uh, work in this storeroom just like a month ago and I realized that, you know, I need better working space because like, uh, your environment really affects how, how your thought process works and you can't really afford to, uh, you know, be in an environment that does not really support um, a good lifestyle. So I, I kind of moved out and then I rented out this uh, place. And um, yeah, uh, it, it feels very freeing. I feel like I have more discipline now, like because I have to take care of my room, I have to clean it myself. And I have to, um, uh, you know, like do doing all the household chores even though it's basically just two rooms <laughs> what am i complaining about no that's nice that's really impressive so like uh what have you up what have you been up to this quarantine like like how's workflow how's everything because of the pandemic right um right uh sorry my thought process is all over the place but i woke up a bit ago so let me fair enough, fair enough. Um, uh, right um but in terms of work, uh, quarantine, it has been surprisingly very productive because I thought that once uh, the lockdown happens, uh, work load will probably go down because, uh, you know, businesses are going out and stuff like that. But surprisingly, that did not happen. I still have a lot of uh, work coming in and I, and I uh, have been busy with a lot of projects. Uh, so hey, um, have been working on uh, multiple apps uh, in, in quarantine i made like two apps already and i'm working right. on the third app as of right now these are all primarily for for cheese um other than that i've been designing uh, basically all i really do at home is just wake up uh, have a cup of coffee and then just get right into work like whether it's designing or coding or, or uh, anything um, that i have to do Okay, that's nice. Asianista, like an advantage, which is that um, it's not something you need to go to an office to do. You know, most of your work, you can just do it at home. So I guess that's a benefit that you have. Quarantine hasn't affected you that much because you can just always work from home. So I guess that's good for like designers and people. That's true. That's true. That's true. That is something that I'm really grateful about because I feel like a lot of people don't 
uh, have that kind of an opportunity, especially exactly. in, 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 in such um, bad times for that, that yeah. like, you know, um, people are going through. So yeah, yeah man, uh, feeling grateful about that. Yeah. So sounds like you're pretty busy. So like, how are you fr- uh, spending your free time? Like any shows you binge, any new drugs you've tried, anything at all? <laughs> oh shit, we're getting there. We're, we're, we're getting in that conversation. Um, right. Um, so in my free time, honestly, like getting, getting free time is, it's, it's, it's quite rare these days because I'm usually bombarded with work. Like when I, I'm, I'm like still missing out deadlines as we speak. So, um, uh, in my free time though, like whenever I, I get free, what I do is I, uh, I got a violin recently and, nice. um, I try to, uh, I'm like trying to learn how everything works in regards to music, like a musical notes, how to hold the violin, therefore, um, you know, stuff like that, uh, everything that comes with it. Cause, um, yeah, I just, I like ever since I was a kid, I just always loved, um, uh, the, the sound that violins produce with the music. And I just yeah, always want, want like I, I was always very fascinated by it. So I kind of um, uh, want to learn it. So that's why I just got into it. So that's one of the things I do in my free times. Um, other than that, if I am really homesick, wait, is homesick the right term? I'm not sure. If I'm sick of being home, that's the right term. If I'm sick of, of being home. Yeah, yeah, the opposite, my bad. So um, if I'm if I'm sick of being home, then then um, I will probably hit up some friends and either um, uh, go out to Bonani or like Bhutan or something like that. Maybe chill with them, not do drugs. <laughs> Definitely not do drugs. Um, gotcha. Yeah, that sounds. That, that's probably what I That sounds true. Time. Yeah. yeah. Actually, that sounds great. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Damn, I, <laughs> Yeah, like um, the thing about the violin, right? Like music definitely suits us, I think, because um, I also play like three instruments and I don't sing, at least not in front of people. But whenever I'm feeling down or I've looked at the screen too much, I just take my ukulele or take my guitar and I just start playing and start singing. And for some reason, even though I'm singing to myself, it just lifts me up, you know? So, yeah. That's yeah, it's very, it's very therapeutic in a sense. Yeah, uh, I feel like, and For sure. and, and more. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a like a context of, of why specifically violin. Uh, so, uh, I I come from uh, international traditional school, right? So, yeah. um, in in my school, you know how after every uh, period there's like a um, break bell that plays. Uh-huh. So usually it's like, I don't know about other schools, but when I'm assuming it's usually like ding, ding, ding and stuff like that, like Eriko music. Yeah. But, but, but in my school, every 40 minutes, like whenever the break time came, they used to play uh, For Ellis by Beethoven. And, oh, and that, is, that is something that is something that, that I really, like heard. Yeah, yeah. So that's something I heard like every 40 minutes and like every school day that I've been to like all my life. So. It kind of, I guess, um, stuck in my head and like, man, it's something I grew, grew on to over time. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna learn how to play this myself. Yeah, violin is a tricky 
it's a it's a tricky instrument to learn like when i was 7 i used to learn the keyboard so i used to go to this music school i used to learn keyboard and amar pashe ekta me violin shikto so every time she came i used to see that she used to mess up and the instructor would come and scream at her and then she try again yeah. but no matter how much she tried like it's so difficult because there aren't any frets there aren't any visual cues of where you should put your finger you know so it is difficult but yeah hope you it's true it's like, it's, a, it's a very uh, delicate yeah. instrument it's a very yeah, delicate yeah. instrument like you have That's to be true. really precise like if you're like eat too off then it just hits another string and it sounds very scratchy yeah it sounds very yeah so i just learned how to play a uh, twinkle twinkle on that but i'm not going to play it before you ask ল um i i i used to think je uh, you know a lot of like people in my class people my friends everyone is uh, good at something right some people are good at studies uh, some people are really good at like on a uh, football and and sports basketball stuff like that right so yeah. so i i when I, that was a point that i was really thinking je you know what like when I, what am i really good at uh, so uh my dad brought home a computer when i was like around 5 years old uh, my dad had a computer store back then so um, he brought home a computer and and um, ever since he brought home the computer i was like obsessed with it i was like holy shit like this is this is my this is my toy this is i don't know man i don't know what this is but this is extremely fascinating right yeah. so um uh, initially i started off with computers by playing uh, play, uh, games like commandos have you ever played that uh oje okay. the shooting game right the first the og first person shooting game right uh no no i i think you're confusing with someone uh, something else it was a strategic game like basically you oh, had all of uh, four or five characters uh mane mm-hmm. each character had their own special abilities like yeah mane in terms of being in the military like this there was oh, this okay. one guy called spy who who could go and kill people and then take take over their disguise and stuff but anyways um uh yeah with a kiltam tarpor i used to go to my dad's uh, computer store right after uh, school and then um okay yeah there was like none internet was relatively new back then right so amir amar bon mile we used to search up um uh, barbie games <laughs> right yeah and and uh, computers were more about about barbie game kiltam cooking game kiltam and stuff like that but man overall i was very fascinated so as time went by i was like getting more into into computers and like learning uh like more about what it can achieve right like man i didn't really think really deeply of it i was just like i need to learn like whatever this machine has to offer like i don't know it's just very fascinating yeah. so um then uh, i i asked my dad to get me like uh, books about programming so he got me a book about like c and c++ and stuff like that he got got this for me and then i started reading into it right and 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 i'm like a type of person who can't focus on um books because my attention just jumps around everywhere right so um uh yeah then i then i got into uh coding uh i started coding i i started with microsoft uh, visual basics and 
after that, um, I started making small, really small applications. Like, um, uh, for example, like I, I did not like chemistry, so I made a, a periodic table in, 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 in yeah, like yeah. a very small application where uh, it shows every element. And once you click on it, uh, it, it um, shows uh, different properties of that particular element. I made that so I understand chemistry better, but I still could not like get myself to like chemistry. How old were you? <laughs> Uh, this was, I think, uh, let's see, uh, I think this was around probably grade uh, five or six or something around that time. Nice, nice. So um, um, other, other things that I did was I, I made this uh, small software that would respond to basic conversations like uh, hi, hello, tarpor, how are you doing, stuff like that. Like basically I made, like I wanted to make a friend in my computer. So like Mane, oh, I didn't understand what artificial intelligence was at that point. The OG Siri. Yeah, yeah, the OG Siri, <laughs> right? So yeah. um, I made stuff like that. And the most interesting part was uh, at that point, uh, I, I made a keylogger after a certain point because I was uh, really mad and uh, I made a keylogger and uh, you know what keyloggers are? Yeah, I know, but still kind of right, right. For, 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 for people, yeah, 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 yeah. people who have uh, no idea what that is. Um, keyloggers are basically this uh, software in your computer that, that um, tracks and logs um, everything that you type on your keyboard, on your mouse. Um, uh, sometimes it, it records the thing that you're doing in your computer, stuff like that. So I made that. This was before, uh, this was before grade four. This was around like grade uh, two or three or something. Um, and and uh, I made that and then I'm, and I called it Rabbi's Keylogger, not Rabbi's Keylogger, Rabbi's because Nijer on a cool top than Dalkon Yeah. Yeah, so I, made, I named it Rabbi's Keylogger and then uh, I, I sold it to, to like some of my friends and I was like, you know what, I made this software and at that point I didn't, I was like, you know, I'm so young, I can make, like softwares and shit, I'm gonna sell it for whatever. Take us. Nice. So yeah. um, I, I sold it for like, I, I think 5,000 taka each copy, even though I made it for completely free. <laughs> oh, damn. So, so yeah, like, since... if someone bought it, could they track other people's computers or like what? What advantage? Whatever, it... whatever. Whatever device they installed it on, primarily it's just computers at that moment. Obviously, okay. I didn't make yeah. it for phones or stuff. It was primarily for yeah. computers. So if you install it in computers, the basically that person would get periodic emails of, of uh, the key logs that have been uh, recorded on that particular computer, like literally oh, email. Damn. So if you're connected to the internet and your privacy, like it's going gonna, it's gonna to get... Um, Breach, but I have to learn, you know. So, so yeah, um, that's uh, so. At that point, I really man, I got an understanding. Say, oh shit! Like this is something that I can not only do as a passion, but this is something that I can also make money out of. I realized that at a very um, young age, I guess. Um, so ever since then, uh, I, I got more into coding. So moving on from like, uh, like applications for computers, I, I started looking into web development and, uh, I watched social network. Um, I'm, uh, like the infinite yeah, social network. The, Have you watched it? Yeah. Yeah. The Facebook, can the Facebook Churigo site? Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Man, like I watched that 
and like it it left a like like a super big lasting impression, impression. like i was say, yeah. lasting impression man like i can't explain like i was like damn yeah. like money this dude is just sitting in his this this dorm room and he's just coding yeah. and like having red bulls and driving beers and stuff and you know he just makes this and everyone's going crazy i'm like you know that's crazy i want to do that i want to be that guy right so um at yeah, that point sure. i set like a goal a goal to myself i was like you know what man i don't know how long it's going to get me uh, take me to get to that place where i can develop stuff like this but i'm going to start learning now so i got into uh, learning html um, i i got into this website called codeacademy.com is still there uh, it's a great website i'm not sure how they are now i mean on agriculture shun is um it's not as convenient as it used to be or like on a commercial website but um back when i did it it was completely free and and um i took the html course css course that's where i got my basics from and after i got my basics i i learned php which is another programming language and um that deals with things like functionalities uh maths and mana orcom orcom marocom like complex things like that right so um i learned that and then i started like mana making making applications that i that i was just like normally curious about so for example actin i was like super bored and i didn't know what to do because i was like extremely bored like i literally didn't know what to do so i was just randomly tapping on my um uh, mouse button right just boshe boshe sita korchi je ki korbo ki korbo thik ache so i'm like tapping and I'm, then i a thought occurred in my mind and i'm like you know what how many times is it possible for a human to like click a button under a minute right so mane right. just a random weird question mane it just popped yeah. in, in my head mane it wasn't mane it's not like an app idea or anything it's just whatever mane yeah. i just wanted to test that out so i'm like okay how do i test this out so i started making an application so what's a thing uh, what do you need for an application like this you need a button uh that's on the screen and you need a mouse that's going to be pointing at the button and all you have to do is click it so and then there has to be a timer which basically counts down from 60 to uh 0 and um erkom like i broke down the process in my head and then i started working on it so i came up with this uh, small game it's called tap it right so yes. i i i i made the initial uh, version of this game called uh, tap it and and basically that's basically the concept where uh, you have to tap this one button um in under like uh, 60 seconds and and basically that's how you get high scores to how you um uh how much can you tap in in like one minute right, right. so um i made that and then and then i uh, sent that link to uh, i uploaded on a server and then i sent the links to my friends like people that i knew uh and then i'm like yo guys play this shit right Um, yeah. and my my friends they were like like i had a phd and they know what i'm afraid so they got into it and, yeah. and very surprisingly they kind of got really um hooked on to it in a way they're like oh shit like this is surprisingly uh like you know addictive because like it's it's something yeah. that's like, challenging it's challenge it's challenge erkom tap tap games yeah i i think mano osho mai chilo na ki na i'm not sure but yeah, yeah. i guess tahan par bhi chilo na yeah right right so when i made the and 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 like um they started playing it so they're like you know what this is really challenging because like it challenges uh, aspect of humans and humans are inherently creatures who like to be challenged and when they want to be challenged right 
And this is a yeah. very simple challenge. It's, it's just your fingers and you're tapping on it. So how hard can it be? So um, uh, they got really into it. Two of my friends, what they did, they hacked into the game. They hacked the game basically. They started cheating. I wouldn't say hack. Oh, damn. They started cheating. So uh, one of my friends, he uh, so uh, what he did is um, he, he connected two mouse at the same time in, in, inside a computer. And then he started pressing with like uh, both the masks at the same time. So he gets a higher score. And then he reached like over 800, 900, 1000 taps in like one minute. Mane, that's not that's humanely that. possible. Take us. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm looking at the leaderboard and I'm like, damn. Like, mane, I don't know what's wrong with this dude's fingers. Yeah. <laughs> mane, how is he doing that? Then, then, then I figured, okay, you know what, this dude is probably um, uh, cheating or something. So I, I figured, I, then I, on a good good this other friend, he, his name is Nafi. Um, what he did is he took a different approach to this cheating method. So what he did is he connected a joystick, like basically, you know, those game pads that you have for computers? Yeah. Okay, PS4 yeah, type of console. Have <laughs> controller. So, turns out if you move your joystick, it comes as a click. Oh. So he right. So he figured that out, and he's like, you know what? I'm gonna connect this, and then uh, he started um, using the joystick as as like something that's uh, tapping, and that tap, man, and that clicks uh, a, a lot faster than um, normal mouses do, because mouses yeah. are just individual clicks, right? For sure. Yeah. So yeah, uh, it course and and yeah, that was that like all of a sudden he's getting like over eight hundred, like one thousand two. Then I'm like, damn, bro, y'all are really hacking. So um, yeah, that was fun. That was really fun. I I uh, sent that to some friends outside of my school as well. They played it. I got around like sixty players for that at that time, which is not a lot. So uh, still pretty good. Would have I, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so um, that would go up to become uh, like uh, this app called Cheese Frenzy in 2020. So my friend Abid, he's like, oh, Rabbi, uh, you, you made this uh, tap it game at, at, at one point. Right? I'm like, yeah. He's like, uh, okay, uh, maybe you can do something like that for cheese. Right. Then I'm like, huh, how will that work? So I started thinking about it. And I'm like, so I came up with this whole concept where um, uh, basically you go onto the app and and you start uh, start the game and it shows and you can select your favorite pizza out of all the pizzas that Cheese offers, right? So um, yeah. you se select any pizza and and that is the pizza that's gonna come on your screen, right? So here's the nice. uh, catch. So if you're fasting, if you're fasting, right? Uh, yeah. If if you play the game before uh, before Maghrib, uh, Maghrib uh, If you play the game before that, you can choose to play the game where uh, every time you tap, uh, basically a slice is made because you're still fasting, right? So you're not eating the pizza; okay. you're making the pizza, All right? right. But yeah. if you if you choose not to do that, Tahole does the opposite, and where it's like every time you tap, one slice from the pizza goes away. So I think That's there nice. were like uh, six or eight. I think there were six slices on on the pizzas. Um, six or six or eight. I, I I don't remember. I have to look into it. But the point being, um, the game was um, 
where you had 60 seconds, the usual rule, you had 60 seconds. And um, you had to tap the pizzas as many times as possible. Uh, and, and ultimately, um, the high score that you have, that would go into a leaderboard that was there. And if you could stay at the top of the leaderboard uh, at the end, by this, till the end of the week, top three winners would win like unlimited pizzas at cheese. So, oh, damn. Uh, nice. yeah, right. So that's, that's something that I uh, made for them. And, and that had like a super insane response. Like people were going crazy with it. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm I mean, on both of Damn, you did? Yeah. Like many times. <laughs> that's crazy. I know. That's crazy. Yeah. It was and amazing. Wait, what was your high score? What was your high score? What was your high score? I don't know. It was something like 130, 200, something like that. Damn, that's, that's, damn, bro, I'm sorry. So that's the low average. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. So from that, from that, um, uh, we got, we got uh, a lot of really valuable data. First of all, it answered my inherent, my, my personal uh, curiosity, which is how many times can people tap under a, under a minute? Because about like 7,000 player, uh, players ended up playing. Let that. me guess. Let me, let me guess the answer. Yeah, 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 do that, do that. I'd say what, 450? Mm, nah, that's above average. Uh, try again, and you get three tries. Acha, 350? Uh, close. 300. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 usually the average amount that people can uh, do, which is. Like what? Um, I think around five to six steps a second. Illuminati confirmed. Illuminati confirmed, man. <laughs> but yeah, um, <laughs> Illuminati confirmed. Um, but yeah, the response was crazy. Uh, the game was, uh, they tapped the pizza for like uh, 2.08 million times. Oh, in, damn. It's like, uh, I think 15 days of run or something. So yeah, that was crazy. Anyways, I'm going on a, I'm going on a ramble. I'm sorry. Uh, 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 yeah, um, that's about it. That's a nice. That's a amazing. So let's move on to a non-tech related topic. Uh, you organize what you call networking events, but let's get straight to the chase. You've organized some of the biggest and wildest parties of Dhaka. So tell us what you've learned from those and some fun stories while organizing those. And to the people who don't um, know, Rabi organizes the events known as Noctus. I believe there has been four or five iterations of the events. So yeah, talk a little bit about Right, those. four, 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 four. Right, uh, Noctus, right. Um, yeah, yeah, okay. So I like to call them networking networking events because that sounds more uh, professional. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but when ultimately the, the, these were parties that you said. Um, uh, yeah. So right, Noctus. So initially, the reason why it started is um, it it goes back to the conference that 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 I organized. Team. Uh, uh, this this model, yeah, Team One One, basically Turkish International Model United Nations session. Uh, the session two, my bad. That two. was my session. Yeah, yeah. So I, I yeah. So I was the um, secretary general um, at that conference, right? So you know how MUN um, culture is in, in in Bangladesh, where people. Yeah. Uh, they need they a really, mane, they need they need to party like mane, that's where yeah. they come from very very minority of people come actually like for for like the academic side of things 
and actually yeah. learning something. But most people, they just come for partying and stuff, right? So, yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, so that is uh, so these parties that's something our school would not allow right uh, because you know schools are schools they have their policies uh, obviously uh, you know in a country like bangladesh so you can't really expect much of them um, so uh, they although Mane, they did allow us to have a really classy and formal events like within the school like we did have gala we did have like internal um, cultural programs and stuff like that and those were really fun too but but um, uh, people they, they just need a party because hmm. so um, so at that point I decided you know what um, uh, theme one is something that's separate but people are expecting a party and uh, theme one stays where theme one is and I'm gonna take on this extra pressure on myself and let me try to organize uh, this other event that will fulfill the expectations of people who are coming like even though they're yeah. not directly related to one another like theme one was not at all related to uh, the party that i was organizing it was completely separate right so yeah. what i did what i did is um uh i i started thinking okay you know what time to organize uh, this this party so okay what's the name what's the name so when are these parties usually uh, like when do these parties happen so okay, around um and it ends around like nine ten so like right so you can safely say that's like a night time so yeah. i have this weird obsession uh with with like um uh, roman, uh, roman culture thing, yeah. history yeah like the whole yeah. you know the, the like the culture surrounding it so yeah, uh, I like, I like, like in the post and stuff. Damn, yeah. damn yeah. really, what I damn, yeah. that's crazy. So, so um, yeah, um, things like, but I, I, I like to turn English words into Latin words because I think they sound better than English words. Like at, at times they sound fancier, they sound cooler, right? So yeah, um, I, st- I, I went to Google Translate and I'm like, okay, uh, the night. Uh, right, well, what's the Latin for night? So uh, it, it, it came something around the uh, lines of noctus, noctem, ergum, ergum, kiss variations. That's the solution. So then I came up with a name. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to call it Noctus de Imperium. Because even though it's not directly related to the conference, but I still want to give, I, I still want to have a theme, right? So Imperium basically means power. And since an UN conference is about like money politics and, and global politics and stuff like that, right? So uh, the name basically, tra- like not to say Imperium, that was the first event. And it basically translated to um, the night of absolute power where every uh, attendee, every guest that comes, uh, the theme was surrounding the whole political vibe. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. So, now that you say it like yeah. that, it sounds cooler. <laughs> right? Well, yeah. I, 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 I wish I could explain uh, this to the people that ended it. Most people probably don't yeah. even get it like that, but when I'm on yeah. type of a God's story, so I like that. Nice. <laughs> right? So, um, yeah, it was pretty fun. We had like around uh, 400 people come in, I think, the first first party uh, that were not just Thibun delegates when I said this is a separate event even other people could come in and they could get tickets so yeah. uh, organizing events like that it was it was very fun uh, I, I got in touch with this DJ called DJ Shumon shout out to DJ Shumon DJ Shumon uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
पूरा फेसबुक है राइट Um, yeah. So he's like, yeah, man. Sure, he's super enthusiastic, and I love that guy because he's like super uh, positive. He's like upbeat and like man on a pushy pushy type of stuff. So he's like, hey, bhaiya, kori dibo, he kori dibo, she kori dibo. So yeah, he did come over, and then we had the whole party. He has a really good um, sense of like music transitions in terms of like man erkum. Man, he's a good DJ. Man, I think it's safe to say that after after four events, he's a good DJ. Yeah. Right. So yeah, definitely. Um, it was fun. So um, in terms of what I learned, uh, in terms of organizing these events, I I learned a lot of things. So um, I I learned that mane, uh, for example, mane, what matters for organizing events, especially in this time and age, is how cool you can look online. If I'm being completely honest. Yeah, guess, that's true. So and the way it's directly related to that is how you uh, portray your event online, and that is directly related to like uh, the graphics, the banners, um, the announcement posts, uh, the videos that you post to like promote it, stuff like that, right? But it's really important, yeah. and I feel like people don't emphasize that enough. Like even on like yeah, other. Sure. Events that those are not parties like Thoro, uh, MU and events. Any event, any is, event. Any 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 event in general. Yeah. Something I feel like, man, that I see in Dhaka is people don't focus on their graphical representation online. Yeah. Like, they don't realize its significance. That, I think. Yeah, they don't realize its significance because it's setting the first impression of 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 people who are going to be attending your event. So you need, yeah. man, that is a moment you need to withhold and you need to like impress them, right? So that is one of the aspects that I that I learned. Okay, man, this is really important, right? Um, another thing that I learned uh, was um, uh, so basically, this is one thing that one of my partners in Rabdis he he basically uh, introduced me to. Uh, but there's this thing it, that Amazon does, which is called affiliate marketing. Are you aware of what that is? It's I think basically like. So if you get a link that's from an Amazon website and people use that link to buy it, you get a small commission, right? Something like this, I think. Basically, basically, yeah. yeah. So we took that concept and we we put that into a party, right? We're like, yeah. okay, how can we do that for a party? So we started looking around and we're like, uh, okay, time to look around for people who are who have who are popular in their crowds. They're not famous, they're popular, yeah. right? Sort of so influential when I, when I, among their peers. Right, right. Mane, they're yeah. mane people. People mane like talking to them. They're just a very enjoyable persona. Chigasse mane people who who part mane party or mane. If if these people came up to you and they're like, yo, do you want to party? You would want to go and party with them. Yeah. Right. So Eriko Manush Khuse Berkursi and we were like, you know what? Go and promote this to all your friends. Uh, I don't know how you're gonna do it on your social media on your. Uh, 
uh, offline, online, however you want to do it, do it. But every single um, ticket that you are able to sell, we're going to give you 10% commission off of it. Right? Yeah. And, 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 and something like that, right? <laughs> we we yeah. gave everyone a code that they wanna, uh, people who registered, they would have to use their code. And these people, we, yeah. we refer to them as hype these. Uh, usually, they're, they're uh, referred to as party promoters uh, uh, normally, but like when I, I, I just yeah. gave them a, a cool, cool name because hype Cooler is right, nickname. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Nijero, they feel good about themselves even more, even though it's the same job. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. yeah they'd yeah, be exactly. like, you know what, I'm at the hype piece, I'm creating hype, right? Yeah, exactly. So, um, so that, that I, I would say was a, like a very um, important factor to. Uh, having these events being successful because initially when you're uh, dropping an event like that especially from my point of view at that point where you don't have any prior um, experience or any prior um, uh, history of organizing events why would anyone come to your party right yeah so uh, so I feel I, the, the way I figured is if the way you jump over that is is by uh, having someone you already know suggest you some some event and they are more likely to trust their friends than they are to trust me. So I put my bet on, on the people and their reputation instead of putting it on myself because when I did not have that kind of a reputation to organize parties before, obviously. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, um, right, that worked out really well. And at the end of these parties, we were able to um, uh, pay, pay every one of these hype beasts in accordance to how many ever people they brought in. I remember this one dude. Um, he brought in like I think around seventy people. Oh, and, dang! Um, right, so uh, that would I think get him around seven seven thousand takai. That's like ten percent of like each ticket. Nice, so, nice. so he literally he literally made like seven thousand because um, he was just going around telling his friends to go to a party. Just nice. like. Uh, you know how there's a saying, J, uh, other, you know, other people party, I work hard. I yeah. took that concept. I'm like, you know what? Fuck that. Um, we're going to party and work hard at the same time and make money while we're at it too. <laughs> nice. He literally made money for partying. And Basically. you too. Yeah. So, yeah, that's amazing. I mean, I'm a tanabuli. I'm a tanabuli. I'm a What's that? That's nice. So let's come to Ravdius. That those parties are at the end of the day organized by Ravdius, right? Like I remember going to the first one. I I only went to the first one. I was invited by Aryan. So I went there and it was like I'm not that big of a party guy. Like I can't really dance that well. But like it was organized in a really nice way. Like it was a no bullshit party. You knew the people wanted to come. You knew your people wanted to dance, and that is all people wanted. People didn't want to sit right. down in a fancy place and have a steak dinner. They didn't want to come in a suit. They just wanted to come and dance to good music. And that was right. all what it was all about. And Airporto, you had the um, themed Noctuses, right? The Noctus uh, Demortem, I believe. The Halloween. Yes, theme. yes. It was Noctus yeah, Demortem. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that, that, was, was that was amazing too. I didn't go there, but like, Every time there's an Octus, my whole feed blows up with pictures and stories. So yeah, that's yeah, at least yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. These are one of the biggest um, parties of the year. 
of the city. Right. Well, so, well, well, well I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm glad that you enjoyed it, man. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. But yeah. I, I, to the point that you uh, said, to, yeah, um, yeah, like no bullshit. People just come in and they just party because I feel like a lot of people confuse that they want to add in a lot of unnecessary aspects to the yeah, parties yeah. where when uh, people when they want to provide fake value, take a step, but yeah. I, I didn't really see it that way. I was like, you know what? There is nothing too technical about this. Just by ash party That's that's really about it. <laughs> like have a good yeah. time, you know. Yeah. I said, so, so these parties were presented by Ravdius. So let's come to Ravdius yes, for a second. Ravdius. Yeah. Yes, How yes, does sure. it feel that something you've started is now responsible for designing, for example, the poster of the current chief of army for logos of five star and uh, for four star hotels and big malls and even my youth organization, OIC, had its logo made from Ravdius. Oh, so yeah, 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 right. yeah. Now it's something that's so big. Right. And uh, how did you start it? Good, like? Right. Good question, man. Uh, right. So, hmm, uh, uh, right. So, interesting. The way it started. Okay. So, growing up, you know how you always have that question that, yo, what do you want to be when you grow up? Yeah. There's, there's that, there's that question, right? Yeah. Ev- and, for everyone. And for everyone. Um, yeah. So. Going back a bit for, for context of how I got to the point where I started it. Yeah, yeah, sure. um, uh, um, so people would ask me, Jay, what, what did I want to do when I grew up? So I went through different, uh, having different admissions at different points in life. So initially, uh, I wanted to uh, become an astronaut because, you know, every kid wants to be an astronaut. Like, yo, I want to go to the moon, right? So, uh, and then I'm like, okay, you know what? That's not really my thing. It's just something when if I could go to space, it would be cool. But I'm at the time. When it's, when we're in the future, when it's something that I can do easily, I'm going to do that. So then I moved on to wanting to join the army because, uh, and, and, and and the reason why that came in is because I used to play commanders, as I mentioned before, with my dad. I see, yeah. Right. So I was like, yeah. you know what? These people are really cool. Maybe I want to get into that. But then I realized, you know, I'm short. <laughs> right. You know, like, yeah. I'm kind of short and, and and not really the most. Uh, I mean, um, not really buffed. the most. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not 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 really an ideal soldier. I guess, yeah. Physically speaking. Yeah. So so. Uh, so I'm like, you know, maybe that's not my thing either. When it's something that I want, but when it's not something that I would die for. Right? I only I only appreciate the fun parts of it. Right? Mm-hmm. So then uh, then I realized that computer was more of my thing. Right? The computers are more of my thing. But even at that point, if you ask me what I wanted to do when I grew up, I couldn't give you a straight answer. Because I did not want to uh, categorize myself into like one particular pathway. Like, I wanted to explore my options. I wanted to explore what my skill sets are, right? So I always kind of dodged that question, like avoided it. Like whenever people ask me, I'm like, something related to computers, like whatever it is, like I'm going to figure it out. When I act on when I can't really tell, yeah. right? Yeah. But when I, around 2018, so that was the time that, when I, that, that that's the time that I'm, that, I was supposed to, man, I'm recently turning 18 at that point, right? So I'm like, you know what, I'm turning 18. It's about, it's about time that I t- take my uh, things seriously. Like I really have a direction in life. Like it needs to be solid. 
it can't be just like money off of like intuition or something like that right so yeah. i'm like okay in the past eight years eight to nine years i have spent my time uh learning how to edit videos how to edit photos uh, i have learned how to code i have learned i have learned how to code in like i think eight different languages so uh then i then when I basically basically everything that a computer has to offer i have learned more or less like i have a very uh decent understanding of i feel like of, of like how computers work right yeah. so how do i take all of this in addition to everything i learned externally from like off computers right so yeah. um uh so this is directly kind of connected to my meme pages right so um wait do i talk about my meme pages now uh yeah you could i was going to ask them anyway uh, about them anyway in the next question but yeah you could okay okay so it's it's kind of like they're interrelated so i want to i want to mention that so yeah, yeah, um, sure. at, the, at that point i had like my meme pages two of them one's called illuminati everywhere which currently has like 200 uh, and 3000 followers and 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 the other one uh, which is called woga which is my personal fan meme page whatever you want to call it um it has mm -hmm. like 60 62000 62000 followers right but the point being at that point had my what i learned from meme pages is understanding what people respond to right money on yeah. social media so knowing the psychology of the consumers exactly exactly yeah. so that is something that i that is something really valuable that i learned so thoro account i post my people think it's a meme obviously it's a meme so i'm putting out a meme about a certain topic and people are responding to it people are like okay they're sharing it they're putting their opinions about it um so arekta thorner so okay let me try to experiment let me put it let me make meme about this other topic and let's see how people will respond to that right so i started when i over the when all of this was for still when i just fun when obviously i wasn't taking this seriously i was just having fun with it but while i was having fun i was all so learning je okay eight eight topics are going to post course and people responded this way or topics are going to post course people responded that way so yeah. from all of this i kind of uh, developed a mental understanding of at least how people in dhaka respond to different types of content whether it's it's a, a meme whether it's it's a video whether whether it's 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 like any type of content whether it's just a shit post right um whatever yeah. it is i learned how pe different people respond to different things and what works what doesn't right so yeah. around 2018 uh in june uh i was at my roof and i when i so i do this thing where i go to my roof and i will listen to music i will walk around for a bit and i will just contemplate life to guess just a side little yeah. fun fact so yeah. um at, I, at one of these times uh i think this was june 21st i was doing that and i was thinking rabbi it's time like mane mane you break everything that you have mm. ever done till that All point right. in your life under one umbrella what what is going to be that umbrella mane what is going to be that thing that is up to you but you have to go and bring it and truly like mane because everything was scattered at that point right yeah. so i decided to okay you know what it's time to organize things so i took every skill set that i have or every skill set that i think that i have and i took all of them and i put this under this one name called rapius 
right? I'm like, okay, you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm good at making memes. I'm good at appealing to crowds. Uh, clearly, I have gathered like an audience of like 200,000 people. I must be doing something right. And there must be something behind it, right? So uh, that's, that's when I decided to, okay, you know what? I'm going to start this thing called Raptors. Uh, so I, 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 I went straight to my room and I started designing the logo for it. The current logo that's that's there and uh yeah june 22nd um uh i i opened the page i think that was the, that was the day i opened the page i uploaded the profile picture i uploaded the cover picture and i'm like okay so money it's it's starting off as, as as a digital agency because that's what my current skills indicate that i'm good at but uh ultimately i see this and I'm becoming like uh, transitioning into like diff, uh, something something bigger. I didn't exactly know what, but it's gonna like go in and turn into something bigger, right? But right. obviously, but obviously, I I, I didn't think Jake, everything that has happened now, I didn't think these things would happen as soon as they did. Like yeah. that was honestly very very surprising for me. But. Uh, uh, so then I just started working. I, I just uh, I, I just went out there. I, I made posts on, on my personal uh, 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 Facebook and I shared it. And I'm like, hey guys, uh, I, I I do designing uh, and, and web development and stuff like that. So if any of you need help, um, I'm I'm right there, right? So yeah. I put that out there. I put that out there. And this is this was a perfect timing now in hindsight because I feel like around that age of like when I'm other peers are moved there. This is the time when everyone else also started thinking about their lives and what they yeah. want to do with it, right? Yeah. So everyone was at that one state and, and they're like, okay, so uh, everyone has their own ideas for initiatives. They have their own ideas for companies, startups in different fields, uh, different categories, right? So it all kind of fell into place. Okay, uh, there was the demand that was being generated of these individuals, these teenagers of my age, who are who are wanting to start their initiatives, and then I have the skill sets to go and fulfill and assist them with their um, logos, with their banners, with their um, graphical posts, whatever they might need to get that um, foundation started. Right? I feel like when I realized, yeah. okay, I can fill in that um, uh, uh, gap that's there that no one else is filling, at least not from my age. Because when you think about it, digital agencies. Money. If you want to approach them, uh, they will charge you shit tons, right? Like, money. this yeah, is probably like way out of the high. budget of any teenager. Any teenager, yeah, for right? Events, they couldn't events, afford like, it. Yeah, couldn't afford it. Exactly. Yeah. So I recognize all these aspects. I feel like at that time, okay, for example, uh, there's this agency called B2B, uh, so um, if you if you go to an agency like that and if you I don't know how much they charge but I'm assuming Jay, uh, if you want to make a logo they would probably charge like uh, I don't know five thousand four thousand at least three thousand yes all right yeah so I'm like so teenagers they don't want to really invest that much into their startups like they're not really sure yeah. if this is gonna pan out in the long run. Also, or, first is the capital like otakana, you know, for most people. Exactly. Yeah, okay, exactly. I'll dish right out five k for a logo. Yeah. Ex exactly, man. That's a struggle that that man, man, man. It's it's a natural struggle any teenager has. Yeah, yeah. 
And yeah. obviously, you're a teenager. You're not making your own money if you have to invest something like that. Unless you have a super rich yeah. dad or like my mom, like whatever. My yeah. rich parents, not you, you can't really do that, right? Yeah. So I, I started out. So uh, my strat- uh, strategy at that point was, uh, I have all these skill sets, right? But uh, people don't know that. I know that. Right. So how do I, how do I prove it to people? So I'm like, I am so confident in my skills. Man, at that point, this was my thought process. I'm so confident in my skills. I'm going to charge you 800 taka for a logo. That's, that's, that's what I started out with. And, and, and yeah. like 800 taka is like a pretty, pretty like money, insignificant amount, even for teenagers, because teenagers go to Bonani yeah. and they space, they spend like 1000 taka on Shisha. Like every other day. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so money, money, that's not that money, this is not an amount that's going to break your bank. So, um, right. That's, that's the amount that I started charging. And then immediately, like, because of how I, I uh, portrayed myself, the agency, the startup, whatever you want to call it, um, money, how it was portrayed uh, graphically and how I was, um, promoting it to my friends. And I was like, you know, if any of you need help, with anything in regards to technology, whether it's graphics, whether it's video production, whether it's photo editing, I'm, I'm right there for you. So uh, at that point, uh, people started texting the page. Uh, they're like, okay, yo, I have the startup. I wanna, I wanna do this. Yo, I have this initiation. I wanna do this. I, I think uh, OYC, uh, uh, you didn't reach out. I think this was this other group called- Atalha, Atalha, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. He founded the organization, yeah. Right, right. He reached out to me yeah. and he was like, yo, uh, can you, can you just make, uh, so yeah, you, you, you see examples right around you of, of people yeah. who came, came and, 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 um, uh, I was able to assist them with, with their logos and stuff. So gradually I feel like over time, like I built that portfolio, uh, and that was my initial objective. Uh, my objective was. I had to build a portfolio that anyone can look at and they're going to be like, okay, you know what? This guy, he knows what he's doing. Right. So, um, yeah, for sure. So building that portfolio and putting myself out there, uh, like really putting myself out there, like I'm serious about this. Like when I'm not playing around, I was, I was, uh, talking in very formal tones when it came to people texting the page, I wasn't like, Hey, I was like, Hello, sir. Yes, we can do this for you. Yeah. Uh, this is maintaining this is professionalism much, uh, is a very important part of the job. Is, you know, using formal terminology like that, really yeah. giving off that professional um, impression. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I feel like a lot of people don't realize that aspect too. And I was like, yeah, oh, if I'm doing a business, I have to be extremely professional about it. Right. Yeah. So one thing, one thing led to another. Word started getting getting around. Say, okay, you know what? Money, it's 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 money. This this random dude called Rabbi, money. He 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 does graphics designing. He does all these things. Money. He money. He did all these things for other people. He can do it for me. Money. That was the common consensus among among like money uh, our peers and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, I just I just got into it and and I was like really excited at that point and over. Over, over the times, like over the years, it's been like two years since I started. Um, things really moved like super fast. Uh, like I, I, I didn't really expect Jay, I would be uh, at the, at the, at the, 
like you know one year later of like starting that company i would be designing for like bangladesh army and like the yeah. not only just not just generally the bangladesh army but directly for for the chief of army as you said yeah right yeah. so cantonment gallery um, poster the hazard <laughs> damn, damn yeah right yeah. uh it, it yeah. feels good man it feels good like it, it like when i seeing your work in in faces like that and and money honestly it's truly a humbling feeling yeah. and money and and it at the same time it kind of gives you a very huge huge uh, confidence boost in in your capabilities in in money in 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 your sense of ambition you know what if you really put in the time if you really put in the effort in whatever your craft is eventually it will pay off and it will pay off in ways that you probably did not calculate yeah i guess i guess i guess that's that's how i feel about how things are Jay. if you if 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 you really mane uh push through with an idea that you have and if you really like mane sit down and think about things that you want to do eventually it's going to pay off uh, and and it's going to pay off in ways you you can't imagine i feel like yeah that's for sure like the thing about the thing about uh, the thing that you said right Jay, around when we were like 18 19 everyone started thinking of what they are going to do right so back when i was 17 i also wanted to start this digital marketing agency um, we we even had like two clients but then okay. because i didn't have the skill set like the graphics designer was a bit lazy or thik kore kaaj korto na o bolto je ami ekta design dibo eta jodi client er na bhalo lage tale am kichu kora nai i won't make another erokom type er chilo so erokom yeah so erokom type er chilo the we couldn't really continue but when i saw the first post about ravdias i was like acha thik ache at least someone else got that idea too and oh, i man, hope man i wish succeed, i wish you know? i wish i knew you so, back then i wish i knew yeah. you back then. Yeah, so we report to start a taper so like started doing something I'm passionate about just like you started something you you're passionate about as well. So yeah, like you said it pays off in ways that you don't really think about, you know? Like when I started tapered like I'm on like allpo um kapro kinsalam. So like I did this calculation je the amount of kapro I bought ugli um sell kor poreo I had to buy another like I had to sell another 20 or 30 pieces of clothing in order to just be break even something like this but tapper turns out i started getting so many custom orders i didn't even need to sell the pieces that i already had and i still broke even and started making a profit so it's true jay if that is like, impressive that is impressive yeah like yeah. if we take a leap of faith and do what we're actually passionate about what we know jay we're going to strive for tile it actually does pay off in ways that we didn't even think about when we started so that's definitely I, i i i completely agree with that and and to add to that uh, yeah. i feel like when if 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 you are doing something that you're genuinely passionate about if 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 you're doing something that you genuinely love doing i feel like it doesn't even feel like a leap of faith like mane it doesn't even mane that's not something that even comes into your mind because mane uh, in hindsight when you look back at it you'll be like oh shit mane mane none of mane mane none of this is supposed to turn out the way it did but accidentally yeah. coincidentally i don't know what probability wise like something magical happened maybe someone got lucky whatever you want to call it yeah. but mane it seems like a leap of faith but at the moment 
like I'm sure you can understand that too. Like when, uh, like when, when you started tapered, right? I'm sure Jay, you yeah. did not care about how many likes you got initially. Exactly. Or like, yeah. when, or, or like when a product sell, you had the sole confidence, Jay. Yes, this product that I'm, that I'm offering to people outside, um, this is something that I genuinely believe that is providing value to people. Like it's something that yeah, I can sure. confidently stand behind, right? So, yeah. Yeah, uh, when you when you genuinely love doing something, Mane, it just feels very natural. Mane, you don't have to force yeah. it, you don't have to fake it, and everything I guess in a sort of way falls into its own place. Like, and all you really have to do is um, gather the confidence and gather um, the um, uh, keyboard mental focus of working towards yeah. it, working towards it. I guess, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Gotcha. All right, so let's dive into memes for a second, even though we've talked about the pages that you have. So you are also known as the woe guy by a lot of people. So how did that start? And could you talk about the importance and significance of memes and how you turned that into a source of profit as well? Okay, so um, memes, yeah. Uh, okay, so... Uh, being a person who's very um, into technology and stuff, I am the typical stereotype of the guy who spend a lot of, spent a lot of his time on the internet, right? So Mane, Mane, I, I would say Mane, I practically grew up on the internet. Like I spent most of my time there. And be, uh, one thing about being on the internet, like one major thing of uh, being part of the internet is, is memes, obviously, right? So uh, yeah, I, 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 I always just enjoy memes. Uh, I don't know, man, making people laugh and stuff like that. Uh, that's, that's something I always enjoyed doing, even, even before memes. But when I, um, I, go, I, I opened the page in 2014, uh, Illuminati everywhere, right? So the reason why I opened it is because right prior to that, I got into this uh, YouTube uh, rabbit hole of watching conspiracy videos, uh, right? So um, conspiracy videos, um, uh, how all these celebrities, all these influential figures, all these political figures, all these people, they're somehow, some way they're in the Illuminati. And they come up with the dumbest of reasoning, the dumbest of uh, conspiracy theories. Right, they're like, hey, you know, they're in the Illuminati. Oh, he's doing this um, Illuminati thing. So, like, man, he's in the Illuminati. Like, interesting, like, to be honest. Like, I was like, you know what? What if they are? Like, I was 14 years old at, this, at that point, right? So, I'm like, what if they are? Right? But um, then I realized, man, after a certain point, I realized, okay, you know what, man, all of this is really dumb. But it is really funny, right? So, I stumbled upon this channel called Pelodophobia, uh, right? So, OI channel, what they did is a lot, lot similar to what I, what I do in my content where um, he pulls up a certain person or like a certain topic and, and then he uh, continues to, but he, he takes the humorous aspect of, of uh, these conspiracy videos. So, um, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to do that too. Uh, just, for the, just for the heck of it, I'm just going to have fun with it. I want to like to say I'm, I'm into this conspiracy thing now. So uh, I, I started uh, making a video and I uploaded it on the page, right? And then um, 
it kind of got popular within within uh, my school. So people like my seniors, uh, uh, people of my class, juniors, they were they were watching the video. They were sharing it inside the school. Uh, so I'm a school agency, school senior. Right? It got to the point where even teachers got to watch it. Teachers were and teachers, I mean, teachers were like, so but surprisingly they they were very supportive about it they were like oh man damn Rafi, how do you how are you so creative like how do these thoughts come into your mind and i'm so man, that was that was really um wholesome uh to like get that kind of a reception right so at that point I realized, okay, man, this is something, man, obviously I'm doing for fun. So, man, let's keep doing this, right? So, for it, what I did is I made a video on Salman Muktadir. So, Salman Muktadir is Illuminati confirmed. Yeah. Uh, because at that time, he was, he, was, he was very popular. He was like the biggest yeah. YouTuber. He was in blowing college. up, yeah. Like he was starting up, man. He was blowing up, right? Yeah. So, I'm going to make this. So, interesting fact. At that point, I thought, I'm going to make this video on Salman Muktadir and then I'm going to be done with it. Like, I'm going to close down this page and I'm going to go and like do something else. Right. So yeah. I made the page and I did not know Salman Muktadir in any way whatsoever, like personally. So I made the video on him, on, on like the public information that, that's available out there. And, and um, I just made a funny video about it. There's some weird ass calculation. Uh, and and I uploaded the video, and then one day, one day, upload course, hot at kore, bikal bela, ye dekhi, he shared my video on his page, and he had like a very large following at that point, right? Nice. I'm like, yeah. oh shit, oh shit, damn. Yeah. So um, my page went from like having 48 um, likes on the page to having 2.5 thousand followers overnight. Damn. Right. That's nice. Yeah. So, so I was like, and and at that point I was like 14 years old. So I was like, damn, like I'm famous, <laughs> right? Yeah. I was like, damn, like yeah. two 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 point five thousand to two point five thousand dollars. Like, damn, I am the shit. Like, I'm in the I'm like, this shit is funny. Yeah. You know how it is. Like, you're 14 years old. Yeah. Yeah. So For sure. like okay 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 like when I had this adrenaline rush like okay I made this one on Salman okay I'm gonna I'm gonna do more so uh, I made another one on High Brothers uh, so Asif bin other than Rocky they were blowing up too right? back then I, they they were blowing up at the same yeah. time like the whole YouTube yeah. community was blowing yeah, up the, so I yeah. kind of like when I jumped into that right. Yeah. So I made one on Pi Brothers and I made that because they specifically asked me to make one about them. Like they were so impressed oh, by the damn. one that I made for Salman Mokadik. They're nice. like, hey bro, please, please make one about us. Right? So I, I made one about Pi Brothers and then Pi Brothers shared it from five of their social media um, platforms. Like Pi Brothers, their page ticket. Therefore, Pi Brothers on Ashton Bunaz, or Nijer profile ticket share it that were racking up, sir. I think only your profile take a share course. Uh, do it at the So, overall, pastors are at the share course. I remember, right? So, he sh they shared it, and 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 then the next day it went from 2.5,000 to 5,000 followers overnight in, in nice. the second. Nice. So, I'm like, okay, so when I thought I was famous, now I'm double famous. 
<laughs> right? Yeah. So I'm like, actually, you know what? I'm I'm on a roll. I'm gonna do more. Yeah. Right. So I wait waited it out a bit, and then um, I was like, like, okay, who's next? So um, I made another video on. I think it was. Uh, I think it was either Abdul Mal Abdul Mumit because there was a whole political controversy going on around a, a, a vat on education. I don't know if you remember that time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember Nisil, when Nisil, uh, Nisil, Abdul Mal Abdul yeah. Mumit was being being considered? Oh, okay, I nicknamed this little Batman. <laughs> so, yeah. so I, so I, I, I made a video on that. But before that, before that, I think I made a video on Nylonine. And That's and right. and yeah. Nyla Nime was like Nyla Nime, Nyla Nime was also going up at that point. Um, yeah. uh, she had this. Everyone knew Nyla Nime at that. Everyone time. knew Nyla Nime yeah. at that point, right? So I made the video on Nyla Nime. Nyla Nime did not share it. Just so you know, I'm like I'm like <laughs> the others. <laughs> she did not share it. Um, however, uh, that became the most popular video that I made. So um, that currently has almost half a million views, I think, on Facebook. Damn. And nice. and money, I think it has around five to six, uh, either five thousand shares or somewhere around that, like five to six thousand shares, I think, more or less. Take the place. So um, at that point, money, when I made the whole nine nine video, it went from having uh, five thousand followers on, on on Facebook to having fifteen thousand. And then I made the video on Abu Mal Abdul Munit. Uh, that was a very political video. Uh, in hindsight, I don't know why I made political videos, uh, given how Bangladesh responds to stuff like that. But money, um, I did that, and overall, money, things just started rolling, right? Things just started rolling, and yeah. followers started coming in. Like the page was growing very fast. In 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 that week. Uh, I money my page was the fastest growing page in the country for like that week. Damn, nice. Right. So then I got reached out by Radio Shatin, this uh, uh, dude called Shahanur Rabbani, and he nice. he reached out to me and he's like, oh, uh, uh, like, yo, uh, like you're you have this page, you're running this page, and this page is like really blowing up. Uh, could you come over and and like money uh, give us an interview of of like money money you know let's just talk about that mm-hmm. right so so I was like money tohun tohun money that interview happened when I just turned fifteen right so I was like fifteen years old and I'm like holy shit I'm fifteen I have this page with like twenty four thousand followers at that point and and they're like taking my interview. But uh, I had my face. Uh, I did not reveal my face at that point. I I, I was I I had my identity hidden for a very long time. Like I used to All make right. the videos behind a mask. I'm not I'm not sure uh, if if you're aware of that. So, ami oi oi radio shote gesi while wearing a mask, and I still have a picture of that. Key mask. So. Uh, you know, uh, anonymous vendetta's mask, uh, the one yeah, that yeah, hackers yeah. wear, the one that you see everywhere. Yeah, Shada, big smile. Those ones. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you that mask. Wait, uh, hold on. Um, I still, I still have it hung up on my wall. Wait, how do you switch the camera? 
damn dude knows eight languages does not know how to switch the camera <laughs> oh damn <laughs> this looks As like you, see, you went war wearing it bro you can see the history in it you can see the history. yeah exactly it's crazy. crazy but yeah. but but yeah um that's that's basically the mask um um so i i went to the radio show uh, wearing that mask and we had a whole conversation i i have the link of of um uh, that interview if if you want to listen to that i'm gonna i'm gonna give you that link in 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 dms parenting all right here yeah. right um, but yeah that was that was how i felt as a person like this was my experience but the things that i learned and how i turned it into a profit as per your question um um so yeah uh make, making these videos making having such, such a wide reach to like a wide audience um i really had i i, I realized that i had a sandbox in a way i don't know if, if if that's normal to put it that way but it's 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 a sandbox of people that i can experiment with take us money experiment when i can i can really want to test out scary. what kind of content works and i mentioned that ek to aage yeah thank you ek to scary sounding a sand of sandbox of people i can test out yeah. <laughs> so yeah <laughs> damn i i mean when you put it like that but okay listen a thought process is chilo when i was 15 take us so mane mane this is 15 year old rabbi me speaking perish yeah right so so yeah so i was i was i was like okay yeah you know these people i can i can really test out and i can put whatever i want and since this is a meme page i don't really have to follow any sort of rules whatsoever it's a meme page i can post whatever i want to right and money at that point money it was a very weird phase like getting used to having this many followers uh and and people are reacting to stuff that you're doing even though my identity was hidden and i feel like one thing that really uh gave me a special advantage in terms of dealing with uh uh you know the such a surge of uh, having such followers and and um uh like that that kind of stuff kind of like at times gets to your head right oh damn bro like man it's very natural for people to get very yeah, cocky sure. and arrogant yeah. for for like stuff like that but since my identity was hidden man i kind of avoided all of that and on top of that like money it did not really affect my personal life because no one really knew who i personally was they only knew yeah. of this mysterious character uh who's called the woe guy so uh now let me tell you how the name came up right yeah so then the way that came, the name woe guy came up it's uh, people think when i tell them oh yeah i have this in, uh, online page called the woe guy they think jamia man nijer woe guy that's ঠিক আছে that is not the case just want to clarify ঠিক আছে yeah so uh, uh no because that would be really narcissistic like damn bro why are you calling yourself the woke guy what did you do to call yourself the woke guy <laughs> right yeah. so um yeah. the way um that name came up is initially i used to refer to myself as the admin that's it like i'm i'm the admin of the page amara to nam tam dao lagbe na eto rabbi rabbi ki eshiditi i don't know i don't care Right. so i just yeah. i just call myself the admin right so even when i was putting out these videos i was still calling myself the admin right and uh 
so I just noticed the people who were sharing my videos, uh, they they were like every time I dropped a video, they they wrote stuff like, "Oh, the woe guy is back," and the reason being in my videos I use the word woe like mane, often. I'm like mane, I'm like whoa, 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 right? Like the yeah. the, the generated voice it does stuff like that. So I guess people naturally kind of picked up on that and that's something they took from my videos they're like okay this guy says whoa at times or or or, or the things that i'm saying maybe it it, it prompts a reaction like whoa because so yeah i'm like okay you know what these people are are calling me the whoa guy uh that kind of sounds like a cool name so i'll keep it so uh yeah i just decided to keep it <laughs> That's nice. nice. Um, so th that's where the yeah. name came from. And how did you uh, start like um, including sponsorships into like your meme posts? Right, right, right. So the way that worked is Mane, these were very under the table. So Mane, Mane, uh, Mane direct sponsorship, Mane official sponsorship since uh, a lot of the topics that I uh, dealt with, uh, uh, these topics were highly controversial because I, I made um, some videos uh, that were political, uh, some yeah. videos that would not be the most brand friendly topics to discuss about, right? So, Mane, you yeah. couldn't really um, uh, Mane, publicly say things like that. So, I'm not going to mention any of the people that I work with, but okay. it was very, it was was very um, subtle product placement. It's like Horeca meme banai disi. Akon meme they say someone someone has a particular product. I'm just gonna uh, include that in the meme. So the meme's blowing up, and and money people are seeing that product in that meme, right? So um, that kind of uh, opened an opportunity for like some uh, under the table. Um, uh, sponsorships and making like very little money. I didn't make a lot of money off of it, to be honest, like money off of my meme page. I did not make a lot of money off of it solely. And I never intended to either. Um, because money after all, after everything, it is something that I, that I do for fun. It's something that I go and people laugh and stuff like that. Right. So money, yeah. I, I never really focused on how I'm going to solely make money off of the meme page. However, what I did consider is how can I um, take all of this knowledge, uh, everything that I'm learning and how, and, and like whatever I got uh, from running a meme page, how can I transition this into a platform or like into a scenario where I can profit and it would be justified and it would not be related to the meme page, but I'm sure there are other ways of doing it. So again, yeah. um, that, that all of that kind of came back uh, to fit into RAFTIS, uh, I okay. thought, yeah, okay, I understand uh, how to appeal to people. Therefore, uh, I feel like I can market. That's so nice. So yeah, that's amazing. Like, I like I'm finding out a lot of similarities between us because even when I was like 14 or 15, I started like a few meme pages. Actually, one was about my school. One was really. 
um, about football. Another was was just MNA in general. The foot one, the football one, sort of. At that time, it seemed like it blew up. It had like two thousand likes in like two thousand fifteen or something, and even the school one, right? So Ukhana, I didn't. Um, uh, even till now, people don't know that that was my page, and for a long time, that was like the biggest topic for anyone of our school. You know, like every day I went to school and everyone would be talking about that page, the memes that that page made, the confession that the page posted. What, and what was the page no one, called? What was the page called? Uh, I, I won't say it now because Sorry? I still haven't told people. But yeah, it was like uh, I made memes about the page. I made oh, like damn, inspirational So you're keeping pictures. a secret? You're keeping a secret? <laughs> yeah. And also, confessions so I, I don't even know who posted it. It was completely anonymous. So every day, confessions people would talk about it. I'm your cousin there, people would talk about it. So yeah, even though it's not nearly as big as the ones you're, like I know a few things about like having that experience, you know, people talking about the post. And I know Jay, right, that's right. an amazing experience to okay, feeling to have. So, right, right. Yeah, so you get, I, you understand, you, you, you understand, yeah. you understand. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, like I could go on talking to you for days and days about all the things that you've done, but for now, let's, uh, I have two other questions to ask you. These are the questions that I ask everyone who's been a part of the show and just brief questions. First off, Rabbi, if the okay. world was perfect, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Hmm. Hmm, interesting question. Let's see. Okay, here's my answer, man. If the world was perfect in 10 years, I would see myself in a mirror. <laughs> wow, it happened. I'm so sorry about that. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry about that. That was so good. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. No, no, no. But, but, but jokes aside, jokes aside, uh, lame jokes aside, um, in, in 10 years, I, uh, I want to be in a place, as I said, honestly, even at this point, I still do not like categorizing myself and where I will end up in, in terms of where I want to be. And yes, I can tell you where I hope I, I will be in 10 years from now. Uh, uh, but honestly speaking, I, I, I really can't tell you where it's going to get me. But where I do want to be is, is I want to be at a point 10 years from now where um, um, I want to be doing what I love doing the most, which is the things that I'm passionate about. Things like coding, things like um, designing, uh, whether it's digital arts, whether, whether uh, uh, it's my new hobbies that I'm picking up. I don't know. I don't know how uh, far I will go with this uh, thing with like my violin. Um, whatever it is, 10 years from now, I want to be able to be in a place where I am utilizing the maximum extent of every skill sets that I have for uh, the people around me, the community around me. Um, just the world in general, I want to be able to uh, utilize everything that my mind, I feel like has to offer to the world. And I, I want to um, give back, I guess, in, in, in 
the highest extent possible like that is that is ultimately what i want to achieve like not just 10 years just in general um from life like i want to i want to bring out everything that my mind has to offer and i want to help the people around me in as many ways as i can i feel like that's my answer unlock the big brain energy the galaxy mind the big galaxy mind yeah galaxy yeah. mind yeah and lastly is there any last advice you want to give to the people listening okay uh okay right um an advice i would want to give and obviously this is going to sound very cliche and i'm pretty sure you have heard this over and over uh from like my internet quotes and and what not but what i will tell you is uh if you're listening to this um first advice would be start doing things as young as possible like mane the the earlier you start the more ahead you are going to be of the curve and ultimately that is what everyone is trying to achieve no matter what field you're in no matter what you want to study what you want to excel at ultimately what everyone wants to achieve is being ahead of the curve and i feel like uh we are trained to be in a system where you are expected to live your life in autopilot until you go into a university and then you graduate from there and then after you graduate then you actually have to think about what you do in life but i think that's a very counterproductive way of living life i feel like um a a better better way a better approach would be to start exploring what you're good at um um start exploring your curiosities and just in general just start um finding like money i money i know for a lot of people it's very difficult to find money what they're truly passionate about and it's it doesn't come as easy to everyone as as it comes to like some right but what yeah, what i would sure. tell you is just just go out into the real world there will be risks there will be consequences you are going to fail and you are going to get hurt but um what i am going to say is mane the earlier you start the more you fail the less is going to mean like if you if you fail mane early it's not going to mean much the yeah. more time that goes by and the more you fail that's going to that's going to have a larger consequence like later in life so um just figure out what you want to do as early as possible and i feel like you would be uh doing good for yourself and and the people around the community around you i feel like that would be my advice yeah that's true that's amazing yeah love uh do what you love and try to start as soon as possible and as soon as possible early. like mane job to early parle paanch baje theke shuru kore yeah Acha, so anyways brother it has been an amazing conversation thank you for coming once again i personally have learned many things about coding about meme culture about what not and you have an amazing work ethic i hope you achieve everything you want to and knowing you knowing how um how strong your drive is i know you will get there so once again thank, thank you. you for thank coming yeah Well thank you for having me on the show man like it's 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 been really nice uh, talking to you I'm I'm glad uh, there is a platform like this where uh, you're um uh, giving individuals such as uh, myself to really talk about the experience and I and I think it's it's a really nice thing that you're doing because uh, yeah, uh 
Bangladesh, I feel like Thakur really needs something like this. So honestly, man, um, uh, it's it's been great um, talking in this, and and I hope that uh, I, I was able to provide some valuable insight. And I yeah, hope someone, sure. anyone, anyone who's listening, I hope they take something from this. Yeah, um, yeah it's been great, man. Yeah. It's been great. So, anyways, to the view uh, listeners, what uh, listening. I uh, hope you stay home, stay safe. That's our show. <laughs>